Hello and welcome to the Kickback Pod. I am your host, Josh Dominic, and I'm here with Fabian. It is a huge, huge week for the podcast this week, and that is because it is both of our birthdays this week. Jeez, April it's gang, April, April gang. April gang, Aries gang in the house, oh, yeah. <laughs> Aries gang. So you already had your birthday. Happy belated. Thank you. Uh, my birthday will be uh, tomorrow. So, which I guess will be today when the podcast comes out. That's so true. Like, yeah, my birthday is technically today. If yeah, you're if you're listening to the podcast today, like on uh you know launch day, please dive in the DMs and give Josh a big happy birthday. DMs are open. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, man, like second lockdown birthday in a row for both of us. I know. I was like, just thinking, like literally we've had two lock although my lockdown birthdays have been very different but uh that it's just crazy how how quickly time flies by well yeah i mean we could keep ranting about that forever but i literally feel like nothing has changed here in europe at least like it's, it's i feel like deja vu like it's the same story all over again but anyways, it'll come though it'll come yeah yeah let's 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 th- there's too much you know covid news in the world i don't want to talk about that here we are here for sneakers so as usual we are gonna start off talking about like any recent cops uh, either of us have made over the last two weeks uh some big sneaker news uh the main topic for this week and i want to actually give a shout out to the person on my instagram i couldn't find your username i'm sorry man but one of you guys actually messaged me and told me to maybe talk about NFTs on the pod, how it relates to the sneaker world. Uh, so thank you, whoever you are, because that's the big topic for today. NFTs, one of the biggest topics in the world right now. So we're going to talk about how it kind of relates to the sneaker world, what it could mean for the sneaker world going forward. And uh, as usual, we're going to end off the pod with uh, our the, all, all of the upcoming hottest sneakers over the next couple of weeks. So, all right, let's uh, let's get get into like basically the last two weeks. Did you cop anything, Fabian? So I didn't like cop any sneakers uh, per se because obviously I'm still out in on the Canary Islands. So like I'm gonna start you know picking stuff back up when I'm back in Berlin. But like you said, it was my birthday on April second, and my latest pickup is pretty sick. My girlfriend, grandma, mom, and brother threw down to uh get me a playstation 5 which what? i'm pretty excited about well nice. like got the money for one when it becomes available for retail because i'm not i'm not i refuse to pay resale for a ps5 no like, don't, don't do that like no like there's there's good they're like, gonna flood the market eventually with definitely i mean it's, it's like sneakers sneakers if they're limited okay fine like maybe pay resale but a PS5 is a PS5. Like it's no different to any other PS5 out there. And at some point they're going to be easy to buy. Mm -hmm. So my pickup is a, not a sneaker and it's also not in my hands right now, but I'm very, very excited to get my hands on a PS5. So if anyone knows about any restocks in Germany, in Europe, please, please, please let me know because I am PayPal ready as they say. (laughs) Hey, if if I if I come across one, I'll let you know, man. I, I'll be honest. I I am one of those guys who has resold PS5s <laughs> over the last <laughs> few months. So shout out shout out to PS5s, man. Like you guys, PS5 made me have a really good Christmas because I resold <laughs> a bunch of PS5s around Christmas time. But uh, but yeah, like I wouldn't pay resale for one, man. No way. Nah, nah. But they are really really cool. I played one at my friend's house. Shout out Paul. 
Um, and yeah, it just, I mean, it's totally next gen. Like I know that, you know, you know, PC gamers will be like, Oh, PCs are better. But, uh, as far as consoles go, PlayStation is, uh, definitely the best out there. Yeah. Me too. Definitely a PlayStation guy. Uh, as far as latest pickups for myself, there were a couple. Uh, the first was the Skepta, uh, Air Max Tailwind 5 Skepta. It, It was his fifth collab already with nike which is nuts like five collabs with nike is you're you're moving into like i don't know like who who's had five collabs with nike that's a lot of collabs virgil abloh's had like 50 yeah true okay yeah yeah but he's virgil right <laughs> like but no, it's it, true though but it's been, it's five over four years i think they started yeah. in 2017 or something like that so yeah 2017 it's, it's been pretty consistent and i have to say this latest one in my opinion, is probably his best. I just love the blue and black upper. Yeah, I I, I still think the OG one is the best, the 97. Uh, oh, that I, like bronze color? The bronze one, the one that was like Morocco inspired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I own that shoe and it's a shoe that, it's actually one of the oldest shoes in my collection. I'm like, I just can't bring myself to sell it. I really love it. Um, but this one is, uh, this one is definitely the second best, I think. Like the, like the, butterfly inspired upper uh and it looks really tough with the black you know it's, it's yeah. one of those shoes you got to wear with the with the track suit <laughs> like, oh, it, it with the matching tracks right it's like his most yeah. roadman shoe yet i think definitely yeah i would say so too it's definitely the most roadman shoe yet uh yeah i'm, I'm a big skeptic fan too so uh, I, I was pretty happy to get that pair and it was actually really easy to get like it didn't really have any resale or anything dude i i slept through it like it, it dropped on my birthday and i really wanted it and then because i'm an hour behind you guys it dropped at 8 a.m and obviously i'm not waking up at 8 a.m on my birthday uh. so i like i told like on sneakers at least i didn't sign up for any other raffles wait do but... you do you do, do you have a size do you wear what, what's your size oh you wear like one of those small sizes I mean, it's not small. It's a very medium-sized US nine. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right, it's, okay. Like, I was, was going to say I had a, I had an extra pair of 11s. So, like, no, if, no, no. But I, I think they're probably not going for too much over resale, right? Or like over nah, retail. So they're not. Probably pick them up for like I don't know, twenty, thirty over, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was one pickup, but the biggest pickup. Oh man, I've been waiting for this one. Oh, the, show me. The foams, man. Oh, I got nice. the foams, the foam nice. runners. So this was, I said it before, this was perhaps my biggest L of 2020. Like the one sneaker that I really wanted to cop, but I missed out on uh, because the OG pair, like pretty much no one in Europe actually got a pair. Like it was, it only pretty much released on Yeezy Supply, I think. Um, so I couldn't wait to cop this, uh, these foams. I, I said from the first picture that these are fire when everyone else was trashing it. And I got to say, they kind of surpassed my expectations getting What's them the in comfort hand. level. Super comfortable, super, super comfortable. I love that you don't ha- need laces. I love that you just literally slip your feet in them. Uh, I watched this interview by Kanye where he explains like the whole ergonomic design of the upper, mm-hmm. like how it's designed to like not have a tongue and not need laces. Like it just fits your feet perfectly. And it really does. Like it, it's, it's super soft. It's, it's it's just like i think it might end up being like the shoe i just kind of wear the most like going forward rest of the year because you just kind of slip your feet into them walk out the house you know so but so i have two questions for you number one would you call it a shoe or a sandal so i call it a shoe and that is because if you look at the bottom of the shoe right there's actually like 
there's a lot of traction on this shoe. Like it's not the type of like, you know, sandals and flip-flops, like they don't have traction like this. This is like the same kind of traction you see on like a Yeezy 700 or okay. pretty much any other Yeezy. So I think of it more as a shoe. Uh, although like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's I mean, definitely, it's, it's a hybrid. Like, it's a hybrid. It's yeah, a hybrid. for sure. But then, so that leads me to my next question. Do you wear socks when you wear them? I mean, so far I've been wearing them with socks, but we'll see in the summertime, man. Like if I just want to, you know, like get a little breeze flowing through the toes. I don't know, man. Like I might, I I feel like I would wear them. I would wear them without socks. I think just because I'm also not, I actually hate socks. Like I'll wear no show socks as much as I can. And I think socks are like socks are the least sexy piece of clothing in my opinion, like out of all types of clothing. And so I would like any chance I get not to wear socks without my feet smelling bad. I will take it. You yeah. Know, I mean, like, this you, is, like if you wear normal shoes without socks, sometimes your feet smell bad. So you have to wear socks, but like, I feel like these ones you can get away with not, not wearing socks. The the issue with not wearing socks though, is like, I feel like uh, this back part of the shoe, like, I feel like that's kind of going to hurt your ankle quite a bit. If you don't mm. wear socks, like it's not, I can definitely see this being like a big bother, like if like if a blister if, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think socks are unfortunately a must with this. I, I even went ahead and this one I got for retail, this colorway, the moon gray, mm-hmm. but I went ahead and bought the um the sand colorway because that's the one I kind of really wanted. Yeah. I bought that better. one off of StockX. So that that hasn't how much is that yet. one going for? Uh, their prices drop quite a lot. Okay, like this is crazy to think about that, that I paid. 250 for a pair of crocs but 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 like if you can if you look at like the og one the ararat like which is almost identical in terms of colorway to the sand that one is going for like 800 like something insane it's crazy so 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 like i'm like 250 for pretty much identical colorway like it reminded me of like you know when the uh travis scott air force ones the white one dropped and that one was going for like a thousand and then that sale colorway came which looked almost identical and that was going for like 250 to 300 and i just caught yeah. the sale so same that's so yeah. that's so that's what it kind of reminded me of so i'm like okay whatever 250 is fine it's my birthday week anyways <laughs> yeah treat yourself treat yourself <laughs> yeah exactly so that was pretty much my uh my biggest pickup uh, so let's kind of move into sneaker news uh, biggest yeah. sneaker news well first of all pretty slow week for sneaker news like not a whole lot happened the biggest piece of news our man Teddy Santos from uh, Emilion Dor, he just got a new position, uh, and the new position is creative director of New Balance Made in America. Yeah, uh, so I think that's kind of uh, I think that was announced yesterday, maybe or even like two days ago, something like that. Like yesterday, very recently. yeah, yeah, and it's a big move for New Balance, but also for Teddy because. Um, you know, he has collaborated with New Balance several times with his uh, brand, obviously, Aim Leon Dor. Um, I would, I like personally wouldn't say that ALD collabs are the best, but they're definitely some of the most popular ones uh, amongst New Balance collabs. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Like, are you feeling well, the move? For, like, for, first of all, like, be doing? I mean, maybe maybe I'm just a little bit confused uh, about one thing. Like, wait, is he leaving like ALD and joining New Balance? Is that what this announcement is? No, he's gonna. So he's gonna be doing both. I think 
it, like a lot of announcements, like, I mean, you know, Kiko Kostadinov, he's at ASICS, right? He's doing his brand, but he's also doing ASICS. You've got Virgil at Off-White. And oh, I see. Okay. Tom. So I think a lot of these uh, designers are taking on these dual roles. And I was actually talking to a friend of mine, um, Bernard of uh, Dead Hype in Berlin, and he brought this to my attention yesterday, which is funny because um, he was saying that a lot of these like high-end not high-end designers but these like very popular streetwear designers or designers that are popular with the streetwear and sneaker community are now being pulled in in-house to these big brands and um you know like Salehi uh kind of went the other way around he was at Versace now he's doing his own thing um but they're going to be doing so I imagine he's going to be running ALD and doing the New Balance thing at the same time like I, I don't see him leaving ALD well, because those other uh, designers you mentioned, Kiko and Virgil, like to my knowledge, neither of them have an official position at the at the brands, right? But but uh, it looks like Teddy is actually getting a position, like he's being hired. It's not just a collab; he's actually getting hired, and he's I guess like an employee of New Balance. So that's so that's why I was kind of, I was thinking like, wait, does this mean he's leaving ALD? No, I think I mean obviously I I don't think they've announced like, or they've announced it, but they haven't gone into detail about how it's going to work, but I can see it being kind of like a, like a I, more than like a consultant, but like less than a nine to five sitting at his desk at new balance. Yeah, yeah. kind of job, right? Like he's going to, he's going to be doing like top line creative direction of um, the made in uh, made in USA line. So he's basically probably going to be, um, you know, not, deciding himself but like working with a team and saying like we should go in this direction and you know bring these shoes back or bring these shoes under the made in new uh, made in uh made in usa label um you know maybe these are the colors that are gonna be hot like i don't know how much or like how detailed his work is going to be but i think it's going to be very top line kind of just steering that section of new balance's business into a more cooler kind of street and fashion conscious uh, direction as far as I understand it. Yeah. Well, one thing's for sure. Like, I mean, New Balance has had a lot of amazing collabs over the last year, especially, but I think the ALD collabs are consistently like the best collabs that New Balance does. You think so? I think so. I mean, like when have they missed on any New Balance collab? Like everything has been a hit. Even the upcoming one, this uh, we got some more colorways coming of the ALD uh, 550 uh, New Balance, the 550s. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even those, like, those look so fire compared to any other of the GR colorways that are released of the 550s. These ALD ones, I don't know, Teddy just does something to, to these shoes to just make them look good. So I, I, I think it's a great move for New Balance, like to get like their best collaborator in-house to kind of guide the direction of the brand i think i think it's a great move for them i think though like it needs to be clear though that he's only i mean only right in uh quotation marks doing the made in usa stuff so i imagine it'll be mostly generally stuff that he has an influence on i don't see him managing collaborations with other partners you know um i, I could be wrong but i think um I think ALD as a brand will continue to collaborate with New Balance. Like you said, some of the most popular collaborations uh, in, the, in the last few years. And obviously, sneakerheads and fans of both brands want to see more in the next few years. Um, but as far as like other collaborators go, I think 
Teddy will be mostly focused on kind of like the shoes that are made in the USA and uh, like those generally uh, silhouettes and colorways and that kind of stuff, which is cool for him because then he's moving away from like that exclusivity and he's having a lot more say in kind of the more widely available stuff that non sneakerheads like you and I will be buying, which is kind of where most brands want to go at some point, uh, you know, to speak to mass market or at least to reach mass market in some way. Um, and, and for him, that's through new balance through their made in USA line. So definitely, uh, I think the biggest news of the week, like you said, or the biggest news of the last two weeks, um, still kind of unclear exactly how it's going to work, but, uh, I think he starts the position in 2022. So, um, there's plenty of time to speculate and, you know, time will tell, I guess. Yeah, well, congratulations to him. That's a that's a huge come up from uh, starting starting his brand uh, to now creative director at New Balance. That's a big deal. So, congratulations to Teddy for sure. Um, besides that, I don't think there was any other major news worth talking about. So, let's move on to our big topic: NFTs. Yeah, um, I guess why don't you give us and whatever listeners don't really know what NFTs are the rundown on what non-fungible tokens are yeah so just just a little background guys like uh, those of you kind of follow my youtube channel you know i'm very much into crypto probably even more so than (laughs) uh, probably even more so than than sneakers to be completely honest so like at this nft thing i've been i've been definitely kind of following the space uh, recently and uh first of all it's got a lot a lot of hype over the last month, but this is like not new. Like NFTs have actually been around since 2012. Okay. Uh, Didn't know that. Back then, like the, the first NFTs technically to come out were these things called colored Bitcoins. So they were marked in certain ways. And anyways, the boring stuff, long story, but <laughs> they've been around for a really long time, but they've only now started to kind of get a lot of hype. So for everyone listening, I'm sure you've heard this term a lot over the last couple of weeks, NFTs. I'll just try my best to kind of explain it very quickly what it really is. So an NFT, uh, like you know, it's it means a non-fungible token. Well, what is what does fungible mean? That's such a it's it's kind of like a engineering word. Uh, the best way to kind of explain it is, uh, let's say you have like a hundred dollar bill, and you put it on it in a t- on a table that's full of other hundred dollar bills, and you just kind of mix it up mix it up around, and you just pull one hundred dollar bill out of there and walk away. It doesn't matter to you which $100 bill you picked out because they're all worth the same. So $100 bills in this, in essence are fungible. That So it means like it doesn't, they're all worth exactly the same. It doesn't matter which one you'd pick out. It doesn't matter that your $100 bill is lost in there. So it's different for things like art. So if I were to take like the authentic Mona Lisa and drop it in a table full of these other Mona Lisas that were downloaded off Google images and mix it all around. And I can't just pull out any Mona Lisa out of there because that authentic Mona Lisa is, it means something it's worth something. It has a lot more value. So there is some kind of value to authenticity. And uh, in, 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 in that case, art is basically non fungible. So, so what NFTs are NFTs are basically like, it's like a cryptographic record of the authenticity and the ownership of a digital asset. Okay. So basically like they've been using NFTs nowadays, mainly for things like uh, digital art, uh, 
um, uh, music uh, and the NBA has been using it for like video clips. So essentially all these forms of art, like a music file, for example, they can be copied and pasted and reproduced hundreds and thousands of times. Right. However, what an NFT does is the NFT is like a record of like who actually owns that music file. So who actually owns the authentic original music file. So is it worth something? It's essentially like, it's pretty much just bragging rights if you think about it. So it's like, yeah, everyone in the world can listen to this music file, but I am the rightful owner of this music file. So it's only worth something if other people in the world think it's worth something. So like if there's people out there who think there is some value in actually owning this music file and they're willing to pay thousands of dollars for it, which is what's happening now, then the NFTs are worth something. So right. it's only worth whatever someone is willing to pay for it. Exactly. Because essentially, like, like I just said, it, it, it doesn't mean a whole lot, except it's like, it's essentially like bragging rights that you own this digital asset. Okay. Um, so like, what we're seeing now uh, is um, like there's this market has just exploded. Like people are putting in tons and tons and tons of money. Uh, we've seen basically the NBA. They've released this thing called Top Shot. Have you have you heard of Top Shot? Yeah, it's it's honestly it's the stupidest thing. Yeah, I don't I don't opinion. I don't understand. Like I right. don't get why people are paying money for this. Like someone it's explain. It's like the highlight story. thing, right? The yeah, yeah, exactly, thing. exactly. So 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 I get like NFTs and like having so like let's say Murakami does a you know Murakami did just yeah. do his first NFT. And that's a one of one digital thing. And if you buy that, you are the only person who owns it or you're the first person who owns it. I get that, right? But this Top Shot thing, they're selling NBA highlights, right? So you can own a LeBron James dunk. And I think one of those sold for like over $100,000 or something like that, something crazy. 200, and, 208000 specifically. Right? And, and, and okay, fine. Like you said, it comes down to bragging rights, but these highlights literally go on reddit nba go on youtube and you can find that same clip sure yeah. it's not the clip it's not the official clip yeah but i don't get how somebody would pay for something that's so widely available pirated or otherwise online i get the murakami thing because that's like he made one and he's selling one file or one painting or whatever it is digitally but this highlight is so stupid but 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 even going back to the murakami thing like what if like, I mean, that per- that particular file, a lot of people could potentially see that file. Like, like if I were to, I don't know the name of this painting, but if I were to Google it, I would see an image of it, right? Right, yeah. So like it's- I think so. Yeah. But and like, I get it. Or you could take a screenshot of the of the thing and then send sure. it to someone and they would have the exact same thing. Yeah. So so, so like that's, that's, that, that's the whole thing about this NFT. It's, it's that like everyone can kind of see the art, but- apparently there's value in owning the original or the the or or claiming to be the owner of the art so there's people now are putting a lot of money into that aspect so like owning the asset is worth a lot of money now so which which yeah when it comes to the clips like really like you're gonna pay 200k to to, for a clip of lebron james dunking and you know what the crazy part is like the nba is literally just printing money because like yeah. the, 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 the people who buy these clips, they don't even have the rights to the clip. Like, like they can't like, for example, 
sell this clip to like NBC or ESPN or something and, and like get the distribution rights of the clip. Like they, they like the NBA still owns that. So they're, they're just buying the fact that they bought it. Right. Ex- that's it. So like going back to what I said, this NFT thing is just a bragging rights thing. So it's, ridiculous. It, it, it's you're paying all this money to say that, Hey, I own the original, I own the authentic version. All right. So, so, I mean, that's essentially what NFTs are. So bringing it back to sneakers, uh, we've actually already started to see NFTs pop up in sneakers. So um, most recently, uh, so there was this, there's this group called RTFKT. So it's a group of 18-year-old uh, designers, digital artists. And what they essentially did was they drew, uh, or, or not they drew, like they designed like some Air Force Ones, some custom Air Force Ones and some some Air Jordan Ones, like just some kind of uh, digital images of them. And they sold these for, uh, from what I saw, $10,000 each, and they sold 600 of them. So they generated a lot of money. I don't know, do the math. Apparently they generated like 3 million in revenue from, from selling these digital images. And they sold each one of these, and you can Google it, like, it's like some, it looks like some preschool kid, like drew some Air Force One. So yeah. they were able to sell not even real sneakers, just digital sneakers for $10,000 each. Like if you were to go to StockX right now for $10,000, you could buy the off-white Air Force One plus the off-white Jordan 4 plus like a bunch of other sneakers, man, for 10K. You could buy real sneakers, but people are paying 10K for a digital sneaker. So of course, like I definitely think like the whole NFT market is like in a big bubble right now, like uh, because there's 100%. just a lot, there's a lot of hype on it for sure. Um, but I kind of just wanted to talk about like the whole kind of sneaker culture right now. So sneaker sneaker culture right now has kind of become it's not so important anymore to actually own the sneaker. So this whole hype culture. Like basically people now are like sneakers are already kind of performing like NFTs. So people are selling sneakers that they buy online. They sell it before they even get them in hand. So that like, if you, if you go on like eBay or, or whatever website, you can see like people just posting screenshots of their order like the confirmation. confirmation. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So people are already like trading these, uh, these assets like before they get them. Right. And, even like for the the person who's like the final user, the person who actually gets the shoe, like it's more about like capturing that moment and saying that, hey, I was able to cop those Jordans. I was able to cop those off-whites. You're going to do like a couple of pictures on your IG and then it's kind of just going to go get stored in your whole collection of sneakers and you're probably going to wear it like three or four times. So Right, but you do wear them, right? One yeah. one or two times yeah but why but, but, yeah no i get it but but why are you wearing them you're wearing them to kind of show up exactly for cloud to kind of which goes back to the whole thing about nft like it's it's just oh, there definitely there's parallels for sure 100 yeah, yeah, like, but at like, the end of the day like you can wear the shoes you can't wear the digital sneakers but the no the reason for yeah i know no I, I know i know you still wear it but but in both cases it's just about saying that i own it right yeah. Like, it, like, like you're just posting a couple of pictures on your IG and then you're not, it's not going to be on your IG ever again. So it's, it's like, it's kind of similar in that sense, like, like the, the way the sneaker world kind of behaves right now. Um, yeah. So like that, that's just something I kind of, I kind of noticed um, as far as like, I want, I wanted to actually also talk about 
potential uses for NFTs in the future for the sneaker world. Mm -hmm. So I was doing a little bit of research and it turns out Nike back in December of 2019 already filed a patent to sell uh, digital base crypto goods, they called it. And like they, they have something called crypto kicks that was part of the patent. And it's very murky, like what they plan to do, but it's definitely um, in Nike's plans to start selling digital assets because they've already filed a patent for it. So like what I think companies like Nike and Adidas could do is they could start like releasing sneakers, like first digitally. So you buy the rights to the sneaker and later on, the sneakers like at some x amount like some some undisclosed day in the future the sneakers actually get produced and you get them if that even is the case because as we've seen like it doesn't even matter whether it's whether it's a physical kick or not like it could be that you just own the digital asset but but like basically i could see these companies start releasing sneakers online digitally first and you get you buy the rights to own them and then later on you actually get them yeah. um that could be like I could, and that that might actually be a good thing, and I'll get into that later. Um, but that's one way that I could see sneaker uh, companies doing that. And another way is, you know, like um, there's a lot of in the NBA, you see a lot of players have these like player edition kicks that like mm-hmm. you only see like one or two times, and it never actually gets produced. Like yeah. you see like a couple players wear like some Lakers edition or like some special Houston Rockets edition sneaker yeah, and like it PJ never, Tucker. exactly. And, and these sneakers never actually hit the open market. Well, now Nike can, you know, release the NFT for that sneaker. Um, and at the same time, like PJ Tucker is like wearing it on the court. So Nike never, like they don't technically even need to produce that sneaker. They can yeah. just say, Hey, like we're not going to produce a sneaker. But you over there, you can you can say that you own it or at least own that yeah. the digital version of it. So like NFTs to me are a way for so many companies to just print money. Like they can you can literally release so much intellectual property and just create NFTs for it. So I, I can I can kind of see that happening. Like what do you think? I think I think that it's true. Like it's definitely a moneymaker for a lot of brands, but it's only a moneymaker as long as people are interested. Right. Yes. And I think, like you said, you know, there will always be a certain degree of like bragging rights and you buy it for clout and that kind of stuff. But beyond that, I think, I think that NFTs can actually serve a purpose while still staying digital. You know, like I know I was saying a lot, like, Oh, you can't wear digital sneakers. You can't wear digital sneakers. Right. But I think an interesting use for them is like get like gamifying them so making it like a like a collectibles or a trading card kind of game uh, where you you know these brands will release sneakers on their own platforms or on a centralized platform that kind of uh like i don't know let's say like uh, I don't know, Foot Locker or sneakers and stuff or like some like launches a platform where you can buy like actual digital sneakers from these actual brands and you know like an air force one drops and there's only 300 of them and so only 300 people are able to cop you know through a raffle system or a auction system or whatever however they want to do it right and then you can start trading these digital assets 
So you can trade the Air Force One for a Nike Air Max 90 or like plus cash or just straight up cash or whatever. I think gamifying it would be a cool way to do it either, like I just said, with the trading aspect or if Nike drops like a, I don't know, like how cool would it be if Nike dropped like a, like a game that like a Skepta game and you, you, as you advance through the game, you get like specific or certain NFTs or, you know, you, you uh, get a high score on this level. And so you unlock like the latest Air Max Tailwind five Skepta, but in that red and black colorway that didn't drop, right. Like the, or like a friends and family pair or something like that. I think that would be a cool kind of, I don't know, maybe even mid to long-term way of making NFTs enjoyable for people. And I know that like, you know, like kids, you know, kids these days, but like kids love like mobile games and like playing like random like shit on their phones or on the computers. And I think if you gamify NFTs, especially digital sneakers, I think that could be a really cool. And what I, what I would then consider like a useful use for these NFTs. Yeah. Like that, that's actually a really interesting idea. Like the, the whole gamification aspect uh, like I, I kind of like when I, when I think about like a long-term implications, like let's say I'm thinking like really long-term here. So let's say every single sneaker releases like this, like, like releases in this way, which is they each need to be basically backed by an NFT, right? Like that, I think would have a lot of potential positive benefits for sneaker collectors because I think it would essentially completely eliminate fakes from the market. So if if there's like if Nike releases like 600 pairs of the off-white fours and each and there's 600 NFTs for these off-white fours. So um essentially like you know that you're getting an authentic pair. So basically like you you won't be able to buy another pair on the resale market if it's not backed by the NFT. So, so, and, and it also, it kind of completely eliminates all the incentives to sell fakes too, because let's say like, let's say I own like one of these NFTs and I own the sneaker and now I want to sell my NFT and make some money. Like, like, let's say if I want to cheat, so I, I sell, I sell the NFT to someone, but then I send them a fake pair. I don't actually send them the real pair. Right. I still have the real pair, but what that real pair now has no value anymore because I sold the NFT for it. So unless you want to wear it, unless I want to wear it. Sure. But, but like, if I, if I want to like, yeah, no monetary value, it has no monetary value anymore. And meanwhile, that guy who got like a fake pair, he has the NFT too. So he like, he could like, he, like, like he still has the value for that pair. Like he, like he still has the digital rights to that pair. So I think it could, it could potentially eliminate, eliminate that and and the other thing it could do like if i'm stock x right now i would be scared like i would be scared shitless because if this nft thing becomes the norm in sneakers and becomes a standard in sneakers there's literally no need for stock x anymore because there's literally no need for a third party to verify sneakers and also there's no need for a third party trading platform because you can just trade sneakers on the blockchain so like there's like essentially StockX, if NFTs become huge in the sneaker world, StockX and these reselling platforms become worthless in my opinion. So um, yeah, those those are kind of like long-term implications I could see That's happening. like long, long-term, yeah. Because you would yeah. also like, I mean, 
I guess older sneakers won't have NFTs to back them. Or are you suggesting that older sneakers that released will then have an NFT that follows up? You know what I mean? Because like you could still, tr- like, let's say you're, you're, you know, air, um, your off-white air Jordan ones, right? You have those, they don't have an NFT backing them. So you like, let's say five years down the line, you still need somewhere to sell them on. Right. And if everything's moved past StockX, then like, what do you do? Yeah, for sure. For the older sneakers that no, and you can't really release an NFT for a sneaker that's already released. So right. like, uh, yeah, those, those ones will still have a market of course. Yeah. yeah. But it is interesting. I think, I think especially because NFTs have received or like there's so much hype around them now. And I feel like also I'm a little skeptical like you said, like I was surprised to hear that they've been around for since 2012, just because the hype is so big now. I thought it was like a pretty new thing, but um, I think a lot of NFTs out there are just stupid. Like we said, like the top shot uh, NBA thing. Um, but like most kind of hype trends, once that starts to die down a little bit, it'll separate, I think the really useful and inventive NFTs from the shit NFTs. And yeah, I think so too. It won't be as flooded anymore as it is now. I think it's just, I think it's too crazy right now, but um, that will definitely, I think, change uh, over time or like settle a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, I think so too. Like if if anyone remembers like the 2017, like Bitcoin craze when everything, everyone was talking about it, you remember around that time, like there were so many, what they called ICOs, like every other day there was like a new coin being released and like the hype on them were crazy people were putting their life savings into it this whole nft thing kind of just reminds me of that like uh like that's what's happening right now there's a lot of hype in this nft thing and eventually like you said like the the cream will rise at the top and the good the good uses of nfts will eventually become like prominent and uh they'll become like kind of like how Bitcoin and Ethereum, you know, separated themselves from all the other shit coins. Like that's, that's kind of what I see happening also in the future for NFTs, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it will definitely be interesting to follow in the next, you know, months, years and see what happens. I think, I don't know. Do you think that the cream will rise to the top sooner rather than later? Like, what do you No, I still think there's a while to go because I, I, I think like, like we've, we're just seeing the start of this whole NFT thing because so many companies are going to realize now that it's so easy to make money. Like you don't even need to, you don't even need to worry about manufacturing. Like it's literally, That's you true. design something on your computer and you can sell it for thousands of dollars. Like you don't even need to create that product. You don't, you don't even need to give them the rights to that product. Like it's, it's, it's no, it's, it's ridiculous. So I, I think like there's going to be a lot more companies entering the space, not just sneakers. I feel, I see, I see like fashion coming into it. I see a lot of other types bef- like coming into it and it's going to get to a bubble. It's already at a bubble, but I think the bubble still has room to grow before popping. Do you think that brands will dominate that market or will it be kind of dominated by, or will independent creatives and, and stuff like that have some market share or will brands come and be like, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, you know, Nike dropping NFTs and now all other like creative independent NFT sneaker people are just kind of boxed out of the market. Yeah. I I unfortunately see like, it's going to get taken over by brands eventually Mm -hmm. if like it's, it's already starting to, um, 
yeah so like if, if you're an independent uh artist out there like get it now <laughs> ca- ca- cash now. out cash out right now and get yeah. your nfts started right now before the brands come and gentrify it <laughs> yeah definitely definitely interesting one to keep an eye on um yeah so i guess that covers a crash course on NFT. Yeah, no, sorry, guys. I didn't expect this to be like a crypto episode, but it turned out <laughs> that way. But, no, uh, but I think, I mean, it's 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 relevant, right? Like people are talking about it. And I think a lot of people also have a lot of questions about it too. Like they don't know what they are or why they're so valuable. And I, I kind of, I mean, I think we covered it, you know, to a decent extent today. Um, maybe we'll yeah, do yeah, for sure, for sure. Later down the line. Um, but yeah, then let's, uh, let's talk about upcoming real drops, not NFT drops. Uh, what's on your radar? Physical, physical, sneakers. physical sneakers. Uh, so like next two weeks, April looking like a pretty slow month to be completely honest, uh, over the next two weeks, like this weekend, we're going to see raging bull fives, uh, which is one of the most, I guess, coveted, uh, Jordan fives of all time, just an all over red upper, um that one like for the five collectors out there i I think the last time the sneaker released was when like before 2010 i think i think it was 2010 or like like 2008 to 2010 something like that right yeah it's been a while so like the the five collectors have been waiting for this one pretty good year for fives i would say like i kind of really like that stealth 2.0 pair as well that dropped Mm, a few pretty nice yeah um so those are releasing april the 10th uh we also got there's there's gonna be like another dunk day you know like man nike is just giving us so many dunks and like almost too many if you ask me but it looks like on april the 16th there's gonna be another massive dunk dump on the market like basically there's gonna be like a, a a low top version of the spartan greens releasing there's gonna be a low top of the michigan's uh, there's another like pistachio colored pair, which is called the green glow. And, oh, yeah, uh, those. yeah. And I think, uh, oh, and also the yellow, uh, canary dunk highs are going to be dropping. I, I don't think we call canaries. They call something else, but it's basically like a yellow dunk high and, uh, which is a super nice colorway. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's five in total, uh, dunks dropping on this day. Uh, what do you, yeah what do you what do you think about nike's like strategy this year with, with the dunks like I, I understand like okay like wanting to you know release a lot more dunks but what do you think about how they're doing it like five colorways on the same day this is already the second time this year we've seen that i think i mean it's smart you know like i mean the way they've built up the hype and now they're just cashing in like it's very obvious they're cashing in you said it other people have said it online. The quality on these new dunks is trash compared to last year's dunks. Like it's more of like a rubber than a leather. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think it's cool for people who missed out last year that now like, you know, people can get them at Foot Locker. They can get them at other retailers. They're much more widely available. People have a higher chance of getting them. You know, they're still retailing for on StockX, at least for like 100% over retail you know, for the most part, um, which, you know, says that, you know, they're still relatively hype, but compare that to, you know, summer 2020 when they, you know, when the dunks and the SB dunks were going for like a thousand or 800 or whatever um, dollars or euros, uh, the hype has definitely fallen. It peaked last year, 
but I think the hype is still big enough for them to sustain these kinds of drops. Mm -hmm. Um, Personally, I'm just kind of over it. I'm sick of seeing dunks. Uh, Like I just, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm calling it dunk fatigue. I'm just, I'm just done with dunks. Yeah, there's, I agree, man. There's, there's way too many. Like I, I, when I look at my channel this year too, like every other video is just a dunk video and I'm just like, man, this is what kind of, what kind of year is this? Like, it's just dunk. You're, you're going to look back at it in like, in like five years and be like, damn, like that was a lot of, like, it was a real dunk dump, as you just said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also on April the 17th, we got perhaps the nicest Jordan one releasing this year, the hyper Royal. Uh, I don't know if you looked at that one already, but it's like, yeah, yeah it's like a, I think it's a super, super nice colorway and it might be maybe after the neutral grays, it might be like the second best favorite colorway of mine so far this year. It reminds me a lot of the turbo greens that dropped oh, a couple yeah. of years, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like it's got this like faded color colorway on the top. I, I like this pair a lot. I'm, really hoping for a personal pair so uh well i i hope that they're more comfortable than the neutral grays i saw your instagram story about those uh you dude, to, like, wear them in for like two weeks or something like that i'm i'm still i, I kind of stopped wearing that shoe if i'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest man like it, it's like it's, it's 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 painful man it's painful like really painful to wear that so yeah hopefully it is a lot more comfortable i think it will be um and yeah oh and we also have a yeezy the yeezy uh 700 v1 in the bright blue colorway it looks like some kind of smurf shoe the upper is like just all bright like it's actually bright blue like the colorway it says and the and the and the the, the yeezy colorways suck like the, the the ones that are coming out like they're they just look like they've been left out in the sun for too long and they've been <laughs> like dropped in a in, in a puddle of blue dye or something like They've just been really bad, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I personally agree. Like, uh, especially the one you're referring to that was left out in the sun. Like, I think that was actually called the sun colorway. Yeah, and, it was. Yeah, and and uh, I agree, like, a, a bit too loud for me. Uh, this bright blue one, I think, is even worse. Like, it, it like it's really difficult to wear a shoe like that. Like, what do you possibly wear the shoe with, you know? Um, yeah, but but besides these colorways though like I, they've been dropping some decent ones like the the 700 v2 the cream one was like super clean really yeah. nice pair but there's, a, but there's a see-through one coming out as well like a like a 700 v2 like a translucent kind of upper oh you know really the, i haven't seen that yeah yeah. there's like there's you know where like the the stripes are on the side that like you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, the I laces know. Are? yeah. um that part is kind of see-through translucent and you can see into the shoe a little bit it looks really really cool it's kind of like a beige gray colorway as well so it's like a very neutral color um so those are definitely going to be cool once they drop probably at some point later this year but on my list for the next few weeks is um bape is dropping abc camo bapes does uh in like like a nice high quality white leather base with green blue and pink Uh, swooshes or shooting stars whatever you want to call them um and i think those are really cool because they've kind of gone back to the og shape like the the bapes used to have like a really nice like air force one shape and then over the last like you know five six to ten years they've kind of gone away from that shape and it's been kind of this weird like it just looked like a fake air force one 
Um, so they've gone back to the original shape, which I'm a big fan of. And then another pair that I'm looking forward to, I don't know if you mentioned uh, the UNC fours. I think they're dropping end of April, April 28th or something like that. Yep. Um, yep. They are. Those, those are going to be so good. Like, I don't know if I can wear bright blue shoes, but as far as fours go, these are so nice. Like the, the blue suede, really, really, really nice. They, they, they look amazing. Uh, also from what I read, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a pretty like not so limited release. Like it's a pretty general release. So I don't think resale is going to be too high on it, but, That's good. Uh, but like, I feel like it's going to be one of those shoes that I, I just love looking at and looking at the pictures. But then once I get them in hand, like I'm going to look at it and think like, yeah, how, how am I going to wear this? Like it, it's really difficult to wear a pair of like bright blue shoes. You know what I That's mean? That's true. Unless, unless you play for the Tar Heels and you know, you're like wearing them on the court. I think it's going to be really difficult for sure. Yeah. And then, so the, the last shoes that I want to talk about today are the Yeezy 450 slides that Kim wore. Oh. I'm going to show these to you. I don't know if you saw these on Instagram. Um, yeah, I saw them. I saw them. So she posted, <laughs> Kim, Kim Kardashian posted these, I think today or yesterday. And there, I we've seen them before, but now you see them in a yellow colorway. We're gonna post these on uh, Instagram tonight, by the way. Uh, so I guess when you're listening to this, it'll be yesterday. But I like the foam runners cool, but these are like next level. These are so you, you, cool. you, what really? You love them? Yeah, I love them, man. Like I, <laughs> I love, I, lo- I love the four fifties back when they were called the four fifty ones or whatever, and. Like I just love like the 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 craziness of them that they're so different and that's what for me that's what Yeezy and Adidas like stand for kind of just making crazy shit and letting Kanye do whatever he wants right yeah I I love that Yeezy does that yeah and so these slides are just the epitome of Yeezy for me in the last six years you know or seven years whatever it was I think 2014 was the first Adidas Yeezy so I'm very much looking forward to these I think Kim posting them on Instagram means that hopefully they're coming out soon. Um, you never know, but uh, definitely fingers crossed that these are dropping. I think they're going to come out soon. I think they're going to come out soon. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was a fan of the, the original Yeezy slides for sure. But these, man, these, <laughs> these, I, 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 it, to me, it looks like you're wearing like cheese on your feet. Like melted cheese. Like right? melted cheese, right? Yeah. So good. So good. Oh man. I can't yeah. wait. No, but that's that's it on my uh like cop list. Um kind of just a couple basic shoes and then the melted cheese easy slide. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um, that's about it for me too for for drops of the next two weeks. Uh yeah, so I mean I think that's that pretty much uh, wraps up this week. Uh slightly different pod. Um Oh, so I was just saying, wrap it up, wrap it up. Oh, wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't like because you said that wraps it up. So I was like making, I was making these. Uh, oh, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like looking at you, like what? What are you doing? <laughs> I've also yeah. had a bit to drink. So. <laughs> yeah, man. I, well, I'm, I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous that you're still in the Canary Islands. But yeah, that, that, but I'll be, that's, I'll be back soon. Don't worry. That that wraps it up, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, let us know uh, if you enjoyed this week's pod. And, uh, and you know what, like I mentioned to that guy who suggested the topic for this week, feel free to send pod suggestions as well, uh, in the DMS, if you have any topics that you want us to cover, uh, that you think are interesting, we're talking about that relate to the sneaker world. 
uh we would love to uh we would love to hear your feedback so thank you once again and of course give us a five-star rating please on apple music really helps us out and of course share this podcast with any of your friends if you enjoyed it and thank you guys and until next time peace out talk to you guys in two weeks bye